guys, it's Dr. Cameron Dennis, physical therapist with the Back on Track Running podcast, where we offer up the best solutions to problems that runners face on a daily basis. For more information, please visit backontracktherapy.com or join the Running Injury Support Group on Facebook. Now, let's get to the show. Hey guys, it's me, Dr. Cameron Dennis, physical therapist with Back on Track Therapy and Wellness, also the founder and leader of this group, of the Running Injury Support Group. So basically today what we're going to be doing is interviewing Craig Davidson, who is a uh, longtime runner. He's also a member of this group. So I'm going to be inviting him on and Rob's on. What's up, Rob? How you doing? Once uh, Craig gets on here, we can go ahead and start talking with Craig, but he has been running for a long time. I don't want to give you the number of years. I'll let him kind of drop that information, but it's very impressive. And let me just say, I am uh, definitely motivated anytime that I read through anything that he has done. So let's see if we can't get him on here. Um, Perhaps it doesn't always show everyone um, that we're going on. So give me just a minute. Let me invite him. Yeah, you think, Rob, that it would show everybody in the group that you're on that I'm live, but it doesn't. <clears throat> I'll bring it up with Mark Zuckerberg at our next meeting. But we'll see here. Let's see. Refresh the page to see that I'm live. How's your running been going, Rob? I know you were training for a marathon at one point. How's that going? No, you got that right. Hey, that's awesome. Four miles. That's real good. <clears throat> Is that what you're up to? Or have you done any more than that yet? Not that four miles isn't good. I'm just curious. See what you're up to. Target for a half in November or full in February. Awesome. That's great. Um, are you, your long runs are six. So you've done six, is that right? That's sweet, that's really good. trying to get this to work I can see um hey Angela how are you
Um, so I'm live. <laughs> I don't know if I was live that whole time. Am I still live? Hopefully I am. It's nice to see you too, Angela. How are things going across the pond there? It's never easy to do this stuff. It should be. Let's try it this way. Oop. We're going to have to do some editing for this podcast, that's for sure. <laughs> okay, there he is. Bring him on. Cross your fingers. <laughs> hey, there he is. Finally, okay. <laughs> my wife got it figured out for me. Yeah, we got it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll take my glasses off so I don't have to look like I'm really old. When I'm looking oh, you're down. Fine. <laughs> you're fine. Uh, so I guess let's let's introduce you. Um, so there's only a few people on right now, but people will kind of come on and, and go, you know, as we kind of go. But um, everybody, um, for those who don't know me, I'm uh, Cameron Dennis, physical therapist and founder of this group. And uh, Craig Davidson is a longtime runner, and I'll let you, him kind of tell his story. But he's been in this group for a while, and, and you posted, I believe, your, your story once you, uh, when you had first joined and I saw, you know, what you had said about how long you've been running and I was just impressed to say the least. So, um, you know, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? You know, what do you do? What, you know, where do you live? What do you do? Uh, I live in Phoenix, Arizona. Um, mm -hmm. I started my running when I was in Oregon, uh, in 1977, the first day I ran, I ran about four house lengths before I started walking. And then uh, took a day off, ran a few miles, took a day off, ran a few miles, and ran my first half marathon uh, nine weeks after I started running. Then mm. ran my first marathon six weeks later in Seaside, Oregon. Oh, goodness. And then <laughs> I, ran, I ran a 329 in my first marathon. And so wow. I thought, let me do another one. So I ran um, uh, a Birch Bay Marathon in Bellingham, Washington, and ran mm -hmm. 335. I thought I got to do one more. Ran in Seattle and ran 354. I thought I'd do one more. I did the City of Lakes Marathon in Minneapolis or in Minneapolis and ran 259. And, oh wow! And then um, my PR now is 228, but that was well, that was in 1982, so half my lifetime ago. And I'm doing my that's really impressive though. That's great. Yeah, I'm doing my 200th <laughs> marathon in St. George, Utah, in October. How many? 250th. 250. Yeah. Oh my gosh. 
And that doesn't include the ultras I've done. If I do count the ultras, I've probably run 270 then. I've run 537 for 50 miles. Oh, my gosh. That's crazy. <laughs> crazy in a good way, though. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, do you have all those medals and everything? Like, you know, do you collect those or do you get rid of those? Or what do you do with them? They're in shoe boxes in my house somewhere. Mm. Uh, so you probably got quite a bit of hardware. <laughs> probably, yeah. From you know, I probably run maybe um, oh, probably over a thousand races. In the early years, they didn't give out medals though. They get oh, really? a certificate or a ribbon, and now they're giving out participation medals every time you from a five k to a marathon. You get a participation medal then. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> well, if it weren't for that, I wouldn't have half my medals, I think. Yeah, me, me too. As I'm getting older, too, it's the same thing with me, I think, as well, too. Yeah. So, so you know, you started running back then, you know, but uh, what, I guess, what, what have you been, I mean, how, you've been running this whole time, right? Yeah. Yeah, my, Every day? Yeah, my running streak started in uh, November of 78. So mm -hmm. this November the 4th, it'll be my 40th year of running without missing a day. Oh, my gosh. And the plan is to run. They have the Phoenix 10K and half mm -hmm. marathon. I'm going to run the the uh, 10K with my grandson, Jaden, who's nine years old. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah. He's been doing 5Ks. We have to work on it. Now. I've got about three months to work on it before because uh, I don't want to do a whole lot of walking in the race with him. Yeah, right. <laughs> but he's been practicing too. Yeah, we've done probably he's done already. He's done a couple ten k's. His best time is one oh seven. And so it's nice for me. Okay. I, don't, I don't have to run fast. I can just run slow with him. This I don't, I don't really have to. I don't have to push it then. Right. No, that's really cool. Um, I want to check something here. Make sure. Um, so we're live in the running injury sport group. Okay. I just want to make sure we're in the right group here. Okay. But, uh, yeah, tell me, you know, tell, can you tell us some stories? Maybe, you know, what, anything interesting that's happened? I mean, I imagine you've had a lot, you've got plenty of stories, mm. you know, about the last 40 years, right? Well, I, you know, I've run with a broken kneecap. I've run with cracked ribs, torn hamstrings, torn hip flexors, uh, temperatures of 120 above in Phoenix, where I live. And 40 mm -hmm. below in Minnesota without wind chill, 96 below with wind chill. You know, nobody, nobody said runners were smart. <laughs> yeah. It, I mean, if I didn't, if I didn't have this running streak, I would not be running every day, maybe three or four days a week. Yeah. But you know, right. I've got, I've got to keep that, that streak alive and that, uh, uh, that also have a streak within the streak. I think I sent you the video that a friend of mine did about me about four months ago um, mm -hmm, called The Relentless that. Runner. And my goal is to find 10 grand and mm -hmm. picking up spare change in the ground before November the 4th. And I'm at like 99.70 right now. So it, it looks like I might catch it then. We'll have to see. Oh, my gosh. $970 just I, from picking up spare I change. Found a, I found a $100 bill three times. What's that? Oh, What's I was that? just you know, repeating what you were saying. That's, okay. that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that, and that streak dates back to, uh, 1983. So I've still, I've run 35 years of finding money every day. Wow. And I think that's more impressive. I said, anybody can run every day in a row, but to find money every day, that includes running in races as well too, mm. on vacations. Uh, it's, it's one of those crazy. So what do you, 
what do you do if you're running and you're getting close to being finished and you haven't found any money? It hasn't, looking? Ha it hasn't happened yet. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> I think the closest it happened when I was in Wisconsin with my, um, my in-laws place, I think I was coming up the driveway and I think I found about a, a, I think a dime and a nickel about a hundred yards before the house. Of course there was snow on the ground. It's hard finding money on the snow. Right. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Well, you've done it. What, what did you say for 35 years? 35 years. Yep. You found, oh my gosh, that's, that's, that's a lot of money. I mean, you're saving up for retirement that way. Well, no, the problem is, <laughs> the problem is the banks won't take the money. Oh, because a lot of it's probably run over by car, right? run over by cars that you can't recognize. And so, I mean, every once in a while I go to the bank and they say, we won't take your money. If I can get back to the mint in Philadelphia, they would take it. But I probably have 200, yeah. I have 200 pounds of money. The banks won't take. Oh my gosh. Because it's been, so what's the plan to do with that? I don't know mm -hmm. if I can find someone to get it to the mint. Cause I can't ship it. It's, it's too much. Mm -hmm. um, it's too much to ship it. And I see. Right. I, right. I imagine. Yeah. I see. I, I, there's no from, from Rob here. It says I, I'm on Strava. It's under Craig A. Davidson. And also, hello, Angela. I see her on there as well too. Then. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, have you have you ever done this before? No, I never have. That's why it took me a while to figure out what I was doing then. So it's just... right. Well, you did fine. Yeah, that yeah. was actually one of the easier times that we've had trying to get somebody yeah. on. <laughs> I, I apologize for the last time. I was at the doctor's office and I said my ears need to be cleaned out. Next thing I know, 45 minutes later, I said. I'm not going to make it back to that to the phone. Oh. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad I finally life, worked out. Life happens. That's yeah. okay. <laughs> but uh, you mentioned that you've had you've had uh, uh, hamstring tears and a broken kneecap and yeah. and uh, what else did you say? While you uh, while you maintain this streak? Uh, torn hip flexor, uh, torn piriformis. Torn. Um, mm -hmm. I get hit by a mountain biker on the road and I broke ended up breaking two ribs. You know, I fell and broke two ribs. Wow. So if people say running is a non-contact sport, they're lying. Yeah. So. <laughs> right, right. Uh, so when you've had these injuries, you know, as this is the running injury support group, so you have to imagine we're probably going to talk about it a little bit, right? I'm sure you will. But, but uh, you know, what have you done to get through those, you know, and, and maintain your ability to continue running? Well, I, I think, you know, when people, I mean, when I've had back issues, you know, I can run, but I can't walk. I think because running is a different, uh, different mechanics than walking. And mm -hmm. uh, the tough one was, tough one was the piriformis. Because every time you try to take that step, well, you know, because, you know, every time you take that step, you got that pounding in the butt area. And mm -hmm. uh, it wasn't a pretty sight up and down the streets of Phoenix running with that piriformis. <laughs> and as long as the weather's warm, uh -huh. it doesn't, as long as the weather's warm, it doesn't bother me. You know, when the weather mm -hmm. cools off, it starts to bother me then. Sure. But I think sure. with, with all runners, we don't stretch until we get hurt. You know, a lot of times, I think you're right. Yeah. We don't do anything to, to prevent anything, you know, and, and, uh, and I think a lot of us, uh, we don't think about it until something starts to ache. Correct. Yeah. I think you're right. But, uh, but I'm sure you can attest. I mean, what have you done? Have you done anything, you know, after these injuries, have you have you made any changes to your to your the, the you know the intensity that you're running or the the mileage that you're putting in? Well, I always say that I always say that speed kills. So I don't do any speed work. Um, I'm shuffling more than I used to be. In my in fact, my grandson Jaden will be running. He says, 
Papa, pick up your feet. You're shuffling. You know, when, oh. <laughs> when, when I get tired, when I get tired, a friend of mine in, in uh, around with in Scottsdale, she says the same thing. She says, Craig, pick up your feet because if you fall down, I'm not going to pick you up. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> so but my, my right leg is, is a little bit shorter than my left leg. I think it's my left leg shuffles. That's why I broke my kneecap because of running at that goofy angle. Oh, okay. And we, really? had, to run, run, we had to run with traffic. just from running? What's that? You think it was just from the running? You didn't hurt, hit it on anything? No, I, I think it's because we had to run with traffic the whole race. And it was making that mm -hmm. right leg even shorter than the left leg. And I think it was a compound. Was, at that time, I was getting ready for my 100th marathon. So I'd done two marathons and a half in less than a mm -hmm. month. So I think that kind of did it as well, too. That could have something to do with yeah. it. Uh, have you ever had stress fractures in your in your in your legs? Not yet. Or your feet? Nothing like that. That's not not, not yet. No, I've, I've had yeah. the, the, chronic, the chronic shin splints and things like that, but nothing. Mm -hmm. No, haven't had problems with plantar fasciitis yet or IT band. Those are the. I work at a, I work at a business called Runner's Den, and we see IT band issues and plantar fasciitis on a daily basis. So that's the two injuries I I don't want because I've seen people try to survive those things. It, it's tough. Mm -hmm. Sure. What what can you tell me about this place, uh, Runner's Den? We've been around since 1978, and I started working there in 83. Uh, mm -hmm. So I've been, it'll be 35 years in November that I'll be working there. Uh, you know, it, it's basically, when I first started working there, we had a lot of the runners, but now that the runners are getting older, they're more of the walkers. We're getting this a new breed of people coming in now that we, that we haven't had mm -hmm. in the past then. Sure. Running is... I, I'm not sure, you know, oh, did we? Did I lose him? Oh, I don't see him. Let me see if I can bring him back on here. I don't know what happened. No. Well, how's everybody doing here? I'm going to try and bring him back on. I don't know what happened. Let's try this again. Um, everybody, if you have questions, uh, feel free to post those in here so that he can answer once he gets going. Um, I have some questions, but I'd love to hear what you guys have uh, as well. Because this guy has been running longer than I have been alive um, by about 11 years. So, uh, so let's you know, get him some questions here. I'm back. There he is. I don't know. Always hey, I guess I got to keep my finger in the button so it doesn't pause again. So, uh, I just, just I'm not touching anything. My hands are. Free, I know. So. I'm not. Yeah. I think what happens all of a sudden it said pause, and I thought, wait a second, what happened? So, luckily, uh, my, my wife Irene is here, so she can figure it out then. Okay. Well, uh, uh, yeah, Runner's Den is that a run like a running shoe? Yeah, it, it's store, a running. Or? It's a running specialty shop. Yeah. Okay. You know, we do. You know, we did. We do, we're doing my business with with walkers now, as opposed mm -hmm. to the runners. But you know, it, it's we sell. You know, you know, Adidas, Asics, Brooks, Socking, New Balance. We brought Hoka on uh, about four or five years ago, and they seem to be doing well for us then too. Mm hmm Do you have a favorite brand or favorite? Shoe? Yeah, I've been I've been running with Asics for a little over thirty years, but I'm disappointed because they're putting something in the shoes that makes me run slower now. Because when I was younger, I could run much faster. So it's, it's got to be the shoes. 
You know, and I've been running with the uh, the two thousands and the Cayanos. Mhm. Mm okay, so they're putting something in the shoes that's making them slower, huh? Yeah. Because when <laughs> I was younger, I could slower. When I was younger, I could run much faster. I can't figure out what it is then. It's definitely the shoes. It, it's got to be. <laughs> it can't be that I'm sixty four years old and I've run over two hundred thousand miles. It's got to be the shoes. Oh man! So you've actually done the math. Yeah, I, I, I went over 209,000 uh, about a week ago. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> okay, how often do you replace your shoes? I tell people one day before I get hurt, but usually I miss it by about a week. Oh. <laughs> and usually it's, it's when my left knee starts to hurt. That's when I get new shoes. Okay. Now, do you buy them at the store then? I, I get them through ASICs. You get them through the website? Yeah. yeah. Or, 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 you, or, 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 or I should say they, they send them to me whenever I need them. Then I, I, I don't want to take advantage of this running. You know, I never have and I never will. And so I, I, I like to give back to the sport where the sport has been given to me. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. Yeah, we have some questions. Um, so uh, I see. Rob says speed, speed kills. Do, do you follow a training plan or methodology yeah. or do you do your own thing? I, I run – I. I typically run five miles every morning, and then I run uh, usually 10 to 12 with my group on Saturday morning, and then usually before church, usually nine or 10 miles in the morning. And so it's about, 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 about 50 miles a week. When I was running, training for ultras and, and uh, marathons heavily, I was running between 120 to 140 a week. Oh, wow. But I think, I think life catches up with us real quick then. And I see a note here from Angela, too, about the minimal running shoes. I can't wear the minimum shoes because I hit the heels too hard when I run. Uh, we sell a lot of it, and it almost gets to be a fad, I think, here in Phoenix. We, uh, Hoka or Hoka has Hoka is a minimal shoe because there's only a four or five millimeter drop. And but the ultras are are a zero drop. I've tried the ultras, and they're just a little bit too wide right. for me in the forefoot. You know what? I noticed the same thing. I mean, they're, they're, when I tried them on, they're comfortable to run with. Or to walk around. And every time I start to run, I feel like I'm hitting the ground too hard in the back. Mm -hmm. Yeah, with the ultras, I almost felt like I was wearing clown shoes. They were yeah. just so big. They're, they're, the they're, so, they're so wide in the forefoot. And I feel like I'm just really, like I'm just wobbling too much in the front of the shoe then. Mm -hmm. Right. Okay. Is there, is there a, not to hate on any of the brands, but is there a shoe that hasn't worked for you? You know, a certain brand that hasn't necessarily worked for you that you've tried? It's, it's not the brand. It, it's the support. I have to need a structured shoe. I mean, if I try to wear a, like an Asics, if I wore the Cumulus, I'd get hurt. You know, a, mm -hmm. a New Balance, I could wear the 860. Um, but I can't wear the 880 because it's too soft of a shoe. If I wear something too soft, my knees hurt. And I see a note here from Rob again. Your toes are too squished together if they feel too wide in the front. I need something really wide. My right foot's a little bit wider than my left. And I always have my problem with my black and blue toenails on my right foot because I think I, I cram those things in the forefoot then. Yeah. I think Rob Rob has an interesting point. He's saying, you know, basically our, our feet, I think he's alluding to the fact that our feet sort of adapt to our shoes. Right, yeah. And, uh, you know, if we were barefoot, they might be a little bit more spread. Yeah. You know, so our regular shoes are probably too narrow, and the ultras are probably more something, you know, yeah. closer to what it should be. You know, I mean, maybe is it maybe that's what he's getting at there, but yeah. uh, you know, and and that'll probably change with different people's opinions and things like that, and with science. But 
When I have found um, out that the ladies that come into the store when they were younger, they wore shoes that were too narrow. In the fourth, they're causing bunions, they're causing Achilles issues. And, mm -hmm. you know, it, it, sometimes you look at their feet and you just kind of shake your head like, we're not going to have a shoe that's going to fit, fit them. Like people in Hawaii, they go barefoot. And they, they, they come, to the, um, come to the United States and their feet, they try to cram their feet in there and they're having foot problems. Mm -hmm. so Rob had the note there too. Our feet are a lot wider since going minimal mm -hmm. because it's, it's, your feet are spreading out more than two. And you're running minimal, you're running more in the ball of your foot. As because with minimal shoes, you can't wear in the heels because you're, you're going to pound your legs out real quick. So with the minimal right. shoes, you're running, you're running more in the, in the ball of the foot. Yeah, and I've actually, I think, I believe the latest thing that I heard was that it doesn't actually, uh, it doesn't always translate into that, but it, it's sort of, I think, the fact that when you do a heel strike in a more minimal shoe, it hurts yeah. <laughs> a lot, you know, for yeah. most people. But there are people who, who do have um, a heel strike with the, uh, with the more minimalist shoes. But you're right, it does sort of, I think, seem to encourage more of a, a lighter sort of gait. Maybe yeah. you're not pounding quite as hard on the pavement. And a lot of times that does translate into like a midfoot strike. Yeah. Because, you know, when you're um, running, when, when I run heel to toe, I'm, I'm basically breaking the whole time. Mm. Whereas, and then, you know, I've, I've had people stand right. up in the store and they're ball of their foot and stand on their heels. They stand on their heels are falling over. They stand on the ball of their foot, they, they can stand straight up and down. And I see mm -hmm. Angela has a question about for a bad case of plantar fasciitis. It all depends on the individual. Sometimes, uh, if they have a real flat foot, they got to wear a structured shoe. Uh, but if you have someone with a real high arch and put them in a structured shoe, it's going to roll them to the outside too much. So it's hard, it's hard recommending a shoe until you actually have the person come into the store. And people say, well, they, they, they're right. supinated because they were on the outside of the shoe. I said, that has nothing to do with whether you're supinated. It's basically what you do after you hit the back of the heel. And so people mm -hmm. are flat-footed. Sometimes even a, an arch support is going to help, like a, a small uh, orthotic might help as well, too, in the shoes. But it's difficult mm -hmm. until you look at the person's foot. It's kind of really hard to make recommendations over the phone. I tell people, exactly. I tell people to hold their foot up to the phone when they mm. call. Like, <laughs> <laughs> they say, Can you see me? I say, no. I said, oh, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that works. Yeah, I learned a lot from that. <laughs> yeah. No, but, but if, if people, I mean, you're, you're much smarter than I am because you went to school for all this stuff. But, you know, people, they're welcome to get a hold of me on Facebook as well or just shoot me a note so I can even yeah. talk to them offline then too as well. Right. Well, you, there's a lot to be said for experience, though. Yeah. Or just, I, I would venture to say you have quite a bit more experience in, uh, in terms of running itself well, than the, the, probably the, every other person in this group. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe all of them combined, maybe. <laughs> probably. Maybe. 200,000. You said 200,000 miles, 200, right? 209,000, yeah. 209,000 miles, 40, let's see, 39.9, something like that. Yeah, it, it'll, be, it'll, be, it'll be 44 years in, I think, 83 days, 81 days. Not that, not that, I'm, not that I'm counting or anything then, too. So it's just, uh, yeah. So, right, exactly. Not that you're counting. But yeah. isn't there a certain number? Isn't, aren't you, like, mm. the top certain number of people as far as run streaking goes? Yeah, I'm number, I'm number 21 in the U.S. There's a website called Run runeveryday.com and you know in the last year i've gone up one guy two weeks ago quit running he was fifth in the fifth in list steve gatchy he had his he went to the doctor his hip was bothering him so much and he said he had to have his hip replaced 
And he, mm. he, he finally said, it's a matter of months, not years before I had to quit. So I went to quit on his own terms. And so he quit, I, I think, three weeks ago. And then last year, one guy forgot to run. Uh, his How did he forget a, to run? Well, his dad had a heart attack. and He was at the hospital for quite a bit. And he got home. Oh, and, we, yeah. and we as runners are professional. We let our step out the night before. He came back next morning to go out running and realized his, his stuff was on the on the on the um, uh, where he laid him out the night before. So he, he forgot to run that day. He got so tied up with his dad. Oh, he man. forgot about running. But, you know, we one of the guys had a hip flexor issue. One guy had a uh, one guy died of pancreatic cancer. Uh, Mark Covert, mm -hmm. uh, who was the, the top of the streakers, uh, quit on his 45th birth on his 45th anniversary. And so anybody mm -hmm. who's done. 45 years or more are called the coverts. And, oh. and I just, I, I'll be joining the legends in, in, uh, in November. And I think there were the 11, of, I think there were 11 of us that started in 1978. And mm -hmm. there, I think there's six of us left. You know, one girl, the t g top girl uh, was mm -hmm. walking her dogs in the winter and mm -hmm. broke both of her ankles. So, you know, it, uh -oh. it, 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 it takes something. I have a friend of mine, uh, who was on the list, and he ran after his append after he had appendix appendix taken out. Oh, really? Yeah, the day after he had his appendix taken out, he ran in the morning, mm -hmm. had him operate in that night, and then he uh, ran the next morning. Then, is there a certain distance that you have to run to be yeah. considered in this group? Yeah, according to the streak list, you have to run at least one mile every day from midnight to midnight, and the key is mm -hmm. unaided. You can't wear um, have crutches or a walk, or it has to be unaided. Really? Yeah. Well, I guess it'd be tough to run with crutches, wouldn't it? <laughs> Ron, Ron Hill, who had the longest streak at 52 years and 39 days, retired a couple years ago. And he, after he had knee surgery, he, he ran with crutches. Wow. So, but that, that's taking it a little bit too far, I think. So I'd be interested to see how that looks. Yeah. <laughs> so what, what would you say is the strangest thing you've ever seen while you're out running? Oh, that. Maybe the strangest thing that's ever happened to you while you were running. Well, I've nearly got hit by a couple of cars a couple of times. They literally tried to drive us off the road. And, of course, with, with running, I mean, talk about, I mean, I have found a fax machine while running. I found a pitchfork. <laughs> you know, there's, I, I, I'm always finding things mm. in the ground running. And, of course, my wife calls it, um, I'm, I'm, I'm a, I collect too much around the house. But uh, in the olden days, I used to have all the cigarette companies to have promotions. And so. My house is decorated in early tobacco because I, I got mm -hmm. a, my satellite dish from Marlboro. I got a VCR. I've got a dome clock. I got cameras. I got jackets all from the, all from the cigarette companies. Uh-huh. And, uh, but you know, this, this past Sunday morning, I saw Javelina uh, running not too far from where we live. Uh, we found a body one time. The guy, what? The, we were out running in our group on Saturday, our Mummy Mountain running group on Saturday morning, and there was some guy plashed out in the middle of the road. We think he might have had too much to drink at night. And uh, he was laying out there. He was beat red. So I think we just had some type of heat, heat exhaustion maybe then too. So somebody called, oh somebody called the police officers, and the police are visiting him. And he didn't know where he was at when, they were, when we ran by on the way back then. Mm -hmm. I, I had to look up. Javelina. I didn't know what it was, but it's like a, it's like a pig sort of thing, it, right? It's like it, a, it, it's it's like a pig with with snouts with with two uh, husks. And you don't wow. want, you don't want to be near them if there's babies around. 
because they'll actually go for really? it and they can't see. And so as soon as they see you, they'll put the noses up in the air and they'll, they'll try to smell you because their scent of smell is really good. And we've had mm -hmm. people in, in Scottsdale, javelinas have charged them when they have their dogs because they feel a threat. Oh, goodness. So we don't, okay. we don't, we don't, we don't monkey with the javelinas or even the rattlesnakes here in Phoenix and either. I wouldn't. <laughs> so has there ever been a day where you thought you were going to miss it? Uh, prior to the day when I ended up having, um, I thought I had append I thought I had appendix, appendicitis. I, I woke up at about three o'clock in the morning and I was rolling on the floor and I thought I'm not gonna be able to run today. And my wife said, now I'm going to go to my dog. I'm going to go, go to work. I'll call the doctor. And if he thinks it's your appendix, don't run. Cause mm -hmm. if there's appendix and they burst, you could die today. So I said, okay. So I laid back in bed for a bit and I'm laying down and I'm thinking, well, if I got to go to the doctor, I need to take a shower. If I take a shower, I might as well sweat. So in order to sweat, I might, might as well go for a run. So I, I go for a, a mile run, come back. I'm at, I'm at home and my wife calls me at five after nine. And she says, I'm picking up. The doctor thinks it's your appendix burst. I'm taking you to the emergency room. So I go to the emergency I'm in the emergency room for about two hours before the doctor sees me writhing in pain. And he's asking me all the, looking at my stomach and prodding me and stuff. And he asked how old I was. And he started asking he, Am, am I active? And I said, well, I run a little bit. And he goes, how much do you run? I said, oh, about 100 miles a week. Mm. And he goes, that's a lot. And he goes, did you run today? I looked at him. I looked at my wife. I looked back at him. looked back at my wife. And I said, yeah, one mile. <laughs> if my wife would have had a gun, she probably would have shot me then. And that's when, he, that's when he told me I didn't have my appendix. It wasn't my appendix. It wasn't my appendix. And so spent about eight hours in the, in the emergency room. He tanked up with fluids and stuff. And as I'm walking out the door, he goes, well, I want you to take a few days off from running. I said, no, I'm going to run tomorrow. He goes, no, you shouldn't run tomorrow. He said, because I'm giving you muscle relaxants. And I said, well, I'm going to run tomorrow. He goes, no, take a few days off, and then you can resume some light. Then you can resume some light running. So I said, so I can run when it's light outside? And that's when he asked oh me to leave God. and never come back. I said, I don't want to be here in the first place. Oh, my God. But that, that, that's part wow. of the closest it was to missing the streak. Uh-huh. The broken kneecap was one issue that – but the hip flexor was part of the most pain. Hip flexor and the piriformis are the most painful to run through. Now, mm -hmm. I actually had to skip running a half marathon, a marathon because of the uh, piriformis issue. Okay. But I, I get a massage. So, I get a massage once a month, and that seems to help quite a bit then too. Good. Good. Have you ever had rehab for any of those injuries? I yeah, I had rehab, and the problem with rehab, they'd work on my in my piriformis for a little bit. They say, okay, do do these stretching. And I do stretching, and I, I found out that massage for me seemed to work the best. We have people, I recommend P PT people a lot of times, and uh, mm -hmm. but for me it just wouldn't work because I need to, mine was so deep when I tore it, that they, uh, PT wasn't going to help. Mm. Okay, yeah, I mean, you know, if it's a muscle, you know, most most physical therapists that you know at least nowadays should be able to identify what muscle that is and yeah. be able to actually you know re rehabilitate that muscle yeah. but but you know i don't know when it was or how things because things have changed quite mm -hmm. a bit in terms yeah. of how therapy works you know but i do understand where you're coming from um so do you ever have troubles with motivation have you you know in the last you know as you're starting to get older well, thank you. Have thank you. you. I, thank you. I like it. I call it as I'm as I'm maturing. <laughs> as you're maturing. Maturing rapidly, <laughs> I tell people. 
<laughs> I mean, I, 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 I didn't call you old. Okay, yeah. I didn't, my, 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 we're my, all getting older. Yeah, my, 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 grandkids, <laughs> my grandkids call me old. Um, yeah, well, I didn't call you old. Okay. <laughs> I, I, think have you... I think the important thing is running with, with a group. Mm. Um, I've been running with this group for over 35 years in Scottsdale. And there are wow. times I, I don't want to go out Saturday morning to run, but I, I, I drive a half hour every Saturday morning to run with the group. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's, that's my, my motivation. That, that's my accountability mm-hmm. group. You know, my, I may tell my wife I don't feel like running today, but if I'm running with a group, you know, I'll drive a half hour to run with the group. But it's, it's one thing running five or six miles by yourself, but running a 10 miles or 12 miles by yourself, it's hard to do. Right. And so I, I, call, I call that my support. But I, I tell people is three things I recommend when they come to the store. The first is be consistent. If you're running – Three times a week, run three times a week. If running four times a week, four times a week. Don't do two one, t- one week, five the next, and four the next. So be consistent. Mm-hmm. Two is have an accountability group. And three is to have fun because they all, they all get in there. And, you know, there are some days I don't want to go out, but I figure if I miss a day, I'd be 104 before I get to 40 years again. I may not live to be 104. So <laughs> So now that you're this far, you're like, I just want to keep doing this. Yeah. <laughs> and then people ask me when they come to the show, what will it be like the day you don't run? And I said, well, I don't know. You'll probably be saying something good or bad at me at my funeral. I said, because I plan to run to the day I die. Right, right. I'm looking in there for that. Wow. I'm looking for that proverbial mm-hmm. truck in the road with my license plate, with their, my name on their license plate, too, because I, <laughs> I, I run on the roads. I can't run on the trails because I don't pick up my feet. So I'm running on, mm-hmm. on the roads, and there, there's always a hazard of running on the roads. You have to be very careful. I mean, I've got ID with me. I, I've got three pieces of ID on me, one on my shoe, one on my hat, and one on my wrist. I run with the light mm-hmm. uh, because people who run with, without ID are just crazy because I've, I've had three friend, two friends of mine killed hit, hit by, by a driver. One was hit and run. Uh, they knew who she was because she had ID, but one of my friends was hit and killed number of years ago and they didn't know who she was for three days because she didn't have id uh she was wow. single. she was it was during the summer so she was going to grad school and she was hitting beltsville maryland and they didn't know who she was for three days so you got to be Man. cautious I mean, if, if you don't think the car sees you don't take a chance because they're going to win every single time mm-hmm. okay so what's your what what advice do you have for people who may be interested in doing something like what you're doing? Well, I tell them not to because I don't I don't want them to be a threat to my streak. So so take oh. days off. I tell people. <laughs> um, well, I just they're I, just starting now. They should be okay. <laughs> yeah, and I, no, I I just tell them is to have fun. I mean, I think I've I've influenced a number of people in Arizona to start their running streaks because you know they say, well, I'm going to start one day. We had a guy in the store a few weeks ago who was started in Lent and I didn't know who this guy was. And he came in and he said, uh, he goes, I said, do you run every day? And he says, yeah. Any aches or pains? No. And he goes, how much do you run? Goes, I run every day. And I said, how much? He goes, every day. I said, every day. And he goes, yeah. He goes, I'm at 150 days in a row. And I said, how can you run that many days in a row going on, on egging him on and stuff. And I said, what does your girlfriend say? And she goes, she thinks I'm crazy. Mm. And I said, you go home and tell your girlfriend that you met a guy who's run, uh, 13 or 14,350 days longer than you have. Cause that day oh. was my 14,500th day. And the guy couldn't believe it. He goes, well, my girlfriend thinks I'm crazy. I got to tell her that I'm as someone who's just off the charts crazy then. Right. So, but you know, but I, I tell people right. there's a, 
I tell people, I said, there's a difference between a normal ache and pain that's going to make you a better person and then as, an, as, an, as opposed to an excuse for laziness. Because sometimes mm -hmm. people are hurting themselves and they don't realize it. But sometimes people are just lazy and they need, they need to have more motivation because it, it's going to hurt to run. If you haven't been running for, mm -hmm. for, for five years and start running, something's going to hurt. And that could just be normal ache and pain from not running in the first place then. Mm -hmm. And you probably see it at work then too, where people are, are running right. a whole lot and all of a sudden they do something out of the ordinary and they're hurt and they can't figure out why. Right. Right. Oftentimes it's just, you're right, it's a lack of consistency or they're, or they're trying to ramp up too quickly to something. Yeah. I would say too much you know, too, been, too fast. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You got it. Yep. Too much too soon or too much too quick. Um, yeah, I, I would say that's probably the biggest thing that I see. Yeah. Uh, as a PT in the clinic, but, uh, you know, how, how other than, you know, your, 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 uh, athleticism, you know, how has do, this streak affected your life? Uh, my wife is here, so I don't, I don't want to respond to that. <laughs> She's about five <laughs> here. I mean, I don't like it to be an inconvenience. You know, I typically run early in the morning. So when we go on vacation, I run early in the morning. So I'm done for the day. When you go on vacation, I only run once a day. You know, during the week, mm -hmm. I'll run twice, usually on Wednesdays and on the weekends. But there, there, mm -hmm. been, there have been times where I got to kind of say, well, I'm going to go for a run. I'll be back. And, well, we got to be here somewhere. So I'll, I'll just cut a little bit short. But, I mean, I, I, do, I, I do take other people into consideration. But I said, I'm not going to not run. I'm going to run. It's a matter of trying to work into my schedule. So I don't Because I don't want to inconvenience anybody. Uh, my dad mm -hmm. passed away a few years ago up in Oregon. And so I was out at six o'clock in the morning, you know, running before we had to get stuff ready for the funeral and stuff. And I, mean, I was at back home by eight o'clock and they were getting up out of bed. So, cause I hate to be an inconvenience with it. Cause I, I'd much rather have their schedule on mine as opposed to my schedule. Mm -hmm. Right. And as a, uh, I, we just had a, uh, a baby about a year ago. I saw that. Congr and, I saw uh, that. Congratulations. then. thank you. Thank you. He's, uh, He's a handful, as are most kids, I think. But uh, we love him. But yeah. the, the thing that is hard is scheduling. Yeah. You know, being able to fit my running into this um, new schedule. As you know, I, I do this group, and then uh, I have a physical therapy clinic. Yeah. And now we have him. And so and I'm also trying to train for this 60K, which is uh, September 15th. Okay. So it's like all of these things come together. And then I find myself having trouble, you know, scheduling that or, you know, finding time for my runs. I mean, what advice would you have for someone like me? I just take, you know, I just get up early in the morning. I mean, my alarm goes off a quarter after four in the morning mm. and I usually at the door by five o'clock. And by the time I'm getting home, my wife is getting up because she goes to work about seven o'clock in the morning. You know, and, you know, one thing, one thing that is, one thing that's tough I found out when our daughter was younger is that I couldn't make toast right. You know, I, I, I wouldn't, I wasn't spreading the butter across. It, it's going to get worse for him. I'm just cluing in. He goes, mom doesn't make it like that. You know, mom pours the milk <laughs> in the cereal different. And so uh -huh. there are things like that. And so you need to become almost a mom sometimes too. With, but I know, okay, this is how daddy does it. You know, and it, it's going to happen down the road. You just wait. But my wife doesn't run. So that, that makes it nice for me that she doesn't run yet. So if she was running, it'd be real difficult to try to balance her own schedules and stuff then too. So you haven't been able to convince your wife to try and run with you? Not yet. And even even as slow as I'm running, 
I'm, I'm running slow now. She could probably have a walker and keep up with me, I think, then, too, because I don't run oh that fast gosh. anymore. <laughs> have you tried to get her to run with you? No. And so we're running in your personal thing. Yeah. When we were in Minnesota, she had a group to run with. We moved out here, and she kind of lost that group to run with. And, and she, she's a, she's been a hospice nurse, you know, working in nursing. So her, her schedule is kind of wacky to begin with then, too. But mm -hmm. no, I, I don't. I don't like to push it. I I tell people. I said I can't give you the motivation to run, but once you start, um, I'll I'll I'll, I'll hold you accountable. Mm -hmm. there's, there's there's people. Some people want to run, but they don't have the motivation. I said I can keep you. Once you start, I can keep you motivated. The same thing. I, I coach at Northwest Christian cross country and track. I oh, tell, you do. Yeah, I tell the kids. I say I I can't give you that desire. But once you're motivated enough to do it, I I can keep that I can keep that desire like to keep on going and stuff then too. And I've been coaching there since uh, track since 2003 and cross country for the last eight years because we just started just recently then. Okay, that's cool. So can you what can you tell us about your team? Are you guys? Uh, I imagine you're probably ramping up right now. Yeah, we started cross country and I'll I'll probably start next week with coaching. Then our 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 boys team won the state meet for um. Or track in 2008 and wow. now but the, the problem with high school kids they graduate after four years because we don't have any we don't have any five years fifth year seniors in our team and, we, <laughs> we, and, and since we're a small private school we can't we don't get the the outside people that we that other uh, public schools get and then we have mm -hmm. we're lucky to get when we first started we were lucky to have six or seven mm -hmm. kids guys and girls and so if one guy would be gone we didn't have enough to score and oh so, yeah, right. You know, and I think we were, I think we were, uh, the girls, I think were eighth last year at state, and the guys were sixth for for small wow. schools. And so we've got That's a couple. Good. We have a couple, two or three good kids, and the rest are the um, the stragglers then too. <laughs> hey, well, it takes the whole team. It does, yeah. <laughs> and it's it's amazing That's how many times we we've lost to meet by one or two points because someone had a bad day, and the the kids can't qu can't quite get it in their system yet that they're real important. Every every point scores on the team then. Right. Is it the same way in Arizona that it's the top five? Top five. Top five score. Yeah. Okay. I wasn't sure if that was a national thing. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it is. Yeah. State state. Okay. Have you, are you a certified running coach or do you just, you know, from experience? Well, I, I, in Arizona, you have to have a certification by the National Federation of SFC something. It's an, I've been certified not going to any classes, just mm. basically doing it online. Uh, but mm -hmm. I, I haven't physically gone to a group. I know there's, uh, I think the TA, the uh, Athletics Congress does it, and there's uh, mm. groups that you can be certified. And I, it's a small school. There's only right. like 350 people in the school. So mm -hmm. I think if I'd be in public schools, they'd want a certifi certified coach then too. But maybe through, through, life, yeah, experience, maybe. through life experience, um, I can probably get by with something like that then as well too. I agree. Yeah, I think that's way more important than a piece of paper. Yeah. <laughs> You know, somebody that maybe took a weekend course or something like that. <laughs> well, and some people, some people need that because they don't have a clue what they're doing. And, you know, go out there and, like, oh, you're a social studies teacher and you ran in high school 18 years ago? Yeah, would you want to coach a cross-country the volleyball team? Okay. And they don't have a clue. But I've been right, lucky with because right. I'm kind of like an assistant coach. Cause I've been lucky because the guys who have been running, coaching, have come from a coaching background or are actually runners as well then too. So it's nice to have them as a – and it's like I kind of lead them along then too. So do you run with the athletes cross country? Yeah, I, I I try to keep up with them. When I first started running, I could I could keep up with the guys. Then it was the slower guys, 
and there's a slower, slower guys, and there's a faster girls and the slower girls. And so I call myself now the, the leader of the back. Leader of the back. Leader of the back, yeah. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> um, is there anything else that you wanted to mention while you were on? No, I, th I think we, we've covered it most of it then, too. And if you know, people want to get a hold of me, you know, yeah, I get them on Facebook or they, you can drop me a note through email then, too. And it, it, there's no problem with that then, too. How do we follow your streak other than, well, we can follow mm -hmm. you on Strava, right? I'm on Strava. It's under Craig A. Davidson. I'm also, as it gets closer to the, uh, to the streak, I'll be posting party more on Facebook. And it's under Craig A. Davidson. And my, post, my Facebook page is pictured of myself running with my grandson. Uh, running a marathon up in up in Whiskey Row, he was like think, two and a half and ran the last thirty yards in with me for the marathon. Oh, and that's me. And I think as it gets closer, there'll be more publicity coming out about it than too. I've I've asked for number forty for the race, and I'm not sure if I'm going to get it yet or not. But um, I saw the the race director this, today at, at the store, and he said that he goes, yeah, I remember that. He goes, I'll, I'll try to make it happen for you then. That would be really cool. Yeah. If you do that, you should definitely post it in the group if you get some sort of footage of you doing that. I'll, I'll do that then, too, as well. And I, I, I think as it gets closer, more people are going to become aware of it. I mean, anybody who comes in the store, I had a guy yesterday came in, and he goes, is your streak still alive? And I said, yeah. And he goes, well, when I, when I first started coming here, you were on about the 10 or 11th year. He goes, what are you at mm -hmm. now? I said, I'm at 40. He couldn't believe it. He goes, I've been shopping <laughs> there that long? And I said, Perry, it's been at least that long. <laughs> so, well that's good you have repeat customers yeah well, it, what's funny now i'll get people come in i see their last name and i said is so and so your dad and they look at me and they say no that's my grandpa and i said i used to oh. run with, i used to run with your grandpa and the first thing they say is are you still finding money when you run and i said yeah i still running every day i said yeah I said, my grandpa told me so much about you when i was growing up he goes you know my grandpa's here and i hear that you know more than once or twice a month then that's really nice. Yeah. Makes you feel good. It, it, <laughs> like it, you're doing something. I'm really, like I'm really getting old now too then too. So it's just. Oh. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> well, that's one way to look at it. <laughs> no, I think what you've done is, an, is a huge achievement. Yeah. You know, even if you were to stop running, God forbid you stop running today. Yeah. You know, I think that what you've done is really, it, it keeps me motivated anytime I think about it. You know, I'm like, well, I have no excuse. If this guy, if, Craig can run every day for 40 years. Yeah. Well, I can run today. I always tell, I always tell people that Craig, my hand, especially the kids with, with, at Northwest Christian, I said, no, coach, my calf is tight today. Should I run? I said, just ask yourself, would coach Davidson run today? They take about, <laughs> they take about three steps and they said, you run every day. And I said, yeah, I know. So that's your answer then. So it's just, uh, so I oh listen my to my, I, I listen to my kids. I don't, you know, I, people say I'm, I force them. I, if, I've had kids take days off because I don't want them to get hurt. You know, I, right, I, exactly. I, my goal is to keep you healthy till the first Saturday in the state cross country meet in the state high school meet. I said, I don't care if you're hurt between right. two things, but I'm going to keep you healthy until then. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's it. That's when you got to, you know, it's when you got to look out for them. And yeah. uh, especially uh, I think some of the younger females are really uh, prone to injury. Yeah, around that time, you see a lot of ACL tears and things like that for yeah. high schoolers. You know, and then because they're, they're sometimes they come from a gymnastics background, they're rolled ankles, or some of our girls are real fragile, mm. and the fragile girls are the mm -hmm. ones you got to be careful with. We had 
one girl has, has chronic shin splints for, for four years in high school, and she ended up having a stress fracture her senior year of, of, of track. Mm. And, you know, it, she was just, she's just a fragile girl. So you got you to gotta baby the kids along. You don't want to baby them too much. Right. Right. Yep, you're absolutely right. Yeah. But uh, why, don't, why don't we, uh, if you don't have any, anything else that you wanted to talk about, it's uh, 9 o'clock my time. <laughs> What's it, what is it uh six o'clock your time yeah we have we don't change our clocks we have too many old people in arizona so it's hard hard changing their clocks back and forth every every six months that's true you know what i did hear that i yeah. have a couple friends in uh, uh brianne uh showman brown who's also a moderator in this group is actually from arizona okay um, and she she was living in phoenix i'm not sure if she's still living in phoenix or not but um, and then I have a couple other, there's lots of people in this group who are from Phoenix. Yeah. Um, but if they, were, uh, if, they were, if they ever want to stop by, I, I, I work at runners Day Monday through Friday. They're welcome to stop by and, and keep in touch them. But, you know, yeah, you, and feel free to share a link in the group um, to your location and everything. Oh, I'll, I'll do that then when you get offline then too. Great. But uh, all right. Yeah. Yeah. Anytime you want to get a hold of this, this has been fun. This is the first time it's, 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 it's been fun doing this. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> and but again, I, if, I feel if, anybody, like... if anybody wants, they can get them on Facebook, and we can exchange emails and get touch back and forth in them. But you know, for motivation or the streaking or things like that, you're you're the you're the guru with injuries and stuff because you, you you, you I, I don't have, I'm not certified yet, but they call me Doctor Davidson, the shoe guru in Phoenix, and too then. Oh, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we could probably talk more about shoes at some point. Okay. So maybe I'll have to have you back on. It, it, it'd be a treat. Now that I know how to finally get on, I, I can do it then too. Exactly. So yeah, we'll get it all figured out and we'll have to set up a time and we'll get on and talk mm -hmm. about shoes because if runners like anything, it's talking about shoes. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, how come I can't go fast wearing these shoes? My friend can go fast. Why can't I? Right. Well, they must have the wrong pair of Asics. Right? Yes, that's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's been great having you on and yeah. uh, I think everybody... And then, then going back... Going back to your 60K, you need to get some, you know, the, the 25-mile runs in if you can. Get a, get a uh -huh. couple of those and more for your head. Because 60K is only, what, 35 miles roughly? It's about 37, 38. Okay, th yeah. So when I did my, when I did my first 50-mile run, I would think my longest mm -hmm. I did was, um, was about 25 miles. I did, a, I did a couple of those. And if you mm -hmm. have to walk early on, don't wait until you can't run before you start walking. Take, take, take breaks because you may get to about – 24 miles and start walking and then you never start running again. So take breaks and force yourself to take the breaks from the start. Don't say, I feel so good at eight miles. I'm not going to, I'm not going to, uh, walk. When I had my hip flexor issue, I basically ran three miles and walked a minute and I stuck to it the whole marathon. Hmm. But you know, stick to your thing. But if you don't think you can run the whole race, run and then even maybe even walk for a minute, kind of like a modified Jeff Galloway program. Mm -hmm. But don't wait until you okay. can't, don't wait until you can't run anymore because uh, if you wait until you're until you're forced to run or forced to walk, you'll never start running again. So have have those break have those breaks along the run as well sure. then too. Sure, that's good advice. Uh, you're the second person to tell me that today. Yeah. <laughs> is, is 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 it on the trails or is it on the roads? It's kind of both. Okay. It's about half and half, I think, maybe slightly more trail than road. But I've been trying to train both and get some hills. Yeah. What's What's the name uh, of the race? It's called the Indian Run. Okay. And it's in uh, Hawking Hills. Okay. Uh, sort of 
south of, uh, I think, south of Columbus, Ohio. Okay. Hope so. the weather be good there. Oh, I'm count- I'm re- I'm really hoping so. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that twenty that I ran the other day, I, uh, I did a, sh- a little bit of walking here and there. Every yeah. hour, I would I would walk for about five minutes just to yeah. try and, you know, get start getting used to doing that walking. Yeah. And because uh, I'm not I'm not too proud to walk, you know, and I, I understand I might have to walk more than that, which yeah. is okay. But uh, it rained for about five of those miles at the end so like 15 mile 15 you know mile 15 to mile 20 it rained the whole time yeah and so my shoes weighed so much and my feet were so heavy that my hip flexors were just done oh yeah and and of course it gets you wet and then your clothes are heavier and you're compensating stuff like that and you're just always just you just i hate it when it rains the four days it rains here in arizona i hate it then yes so i'm really 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 hoping it doesn't if it does i'm gonna have to figure something out but uh you know wish me luck and yeah, pray you, for pray for uh good weather <laughs> well you, you'll be so fast you can dodge the drops uh, i don't know about that <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah it's been great having you on and i really yeah. appreciate it and same thing but so, no, anytime uh, again don't feel free to I, I this has been a lot of fun i've really enjoyed it then too yeah same here so you have a good uh, rest of your evening and uh Anybody, uh, go ahead and post the Runner's Den location and the page on the group. And uh, if anybody has any questions to you, is it okay if they reach out? Sure. Now, do you want, on, on the injury support group, you wanted to post it then on this one? That'd be fine. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Go for it. I will. I'll do that. I'll do that when I when I, when I get on. Then we have also a Facebook page. I'll, I'll post you the link to the Facebook page as well too. Then. Perfect. Okay. That would be great. Okay. All en- right. Enjoy that. Enjoy that little one tonight then too. All right. Well, he might be in bed now at oh. nine o'clock. But oh, okay. <laughs> Okay. Right, you take care. Okay. Thanks a lot. Okay. Bye. All right, thanks. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Back on Track Running Podcast. We truly appreciate your support. Our mission is to help 1 million runners to avoid unnecessary surgery and get back to running pain free. We offer free online resources and paid online injury consultation and run coaching to those interested in taking their running to the next level. Visit BackOnTrackTherapy.com for more details. Once again, this is Dr. Cameron Dennis, physical therapist and running specialist, and thanks for listening.